0: Well, good morning, friends. Um, It's Monday morning, the 27th of April, the beginning of the second um, working week in this strangest of Trinity terms, summer terms. Um, I guess I'm speaking to you in your front room, in your kitchen, in your study, and uh, it's been such a blessing for me to um, share some thoughts from scripture morning by morning. Thank you for your emails of encouragement, lots of you. And uh, please be assured of our prayers. I hope you had a decent weekend and enjoyed the sunshine. Um, Let's give this time now to the Lord. The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in Him. Lord, as we come to you today, we recognize that we don't know what it will hold. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so right now, in a moment of quiet, we hold our day out to you. Right now, we decide to set aside this moment to centre our minds and our hearts on you. Would you gather up our scattered senses and focus them on you? In a moment of self-analysis, transparency, we bring you our sin. And we thank you so, so much for the Easter assurance of forgiveness you give us through Christ's death on the cross. Yes, but also his resurrection. Would you be our resurrected rescuer? And we decide, as always, to bring a large measure of expectation to you. We pray now that you would fill us up. Be our portion. Find ourselves in Psalm 9 uh, today. And of course, the advantage of just walking through the Psalms in this way and not cutting and pasting, not skipping any, is that we come across some um, which don't make it onto the Christian sunset posters, and that's really good for us to hear the whole counsel of God. Psalm 9 is perhaps one of those. For the director of music, to the tune of The Death of the Sun, whatever that tune is, it doesn't sound very cheery, does it? A Psalm of David. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds, I'll be glad and rejoice in you, I'll sing the praises of your name, O Most High. My enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before you, for you have upheld my right and and, and my cause, sitting enthroned as the righteous judge. You've rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked, you've blotted out their name forever and ever. Endless ruin has overtaken my enemies. You have uprooted their cities. Even the memory of them has perished. The Lord reigns forever. He has established his throne for judgment. He rules the world in righteousness and judges the people with equity. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. I sing the praises of the Lord enthroned in Zion, proclaim among the nations what he has done. For he who avenges blood remembers, he does not ignore the cries of the afflicted. Lord, see how my enemies persecute me, have mercy and lift me up from the gates of death, that I may declare your praises in the gates of daughter Zion, and there rejoice in your salvation. The nations have fallen into the pit they have dug, their feet are caught in the net they have hidden. The Lord is known by his acts of justice." The wicked are ensnared by the work of their hands. The wicked go down to the realm of the dead, all the nations that forget God. But God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. Arise, Lord. Do not let mortals triumph. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, Lord. Let the nations know They are only mortal. Well, there's loads of striking stuff here, and it seems a travesty. Just to give a couple of minutes thoughts, just a sort of highlights package. Forgive me for that. Just a few things that occur to me uh, reading it now. One is to say that David was really into celebrating testimonies that the Lord gave him to celebrate. He says early on, I'll be glad and rejoice in you. I'll tell of all your wonderful deeds. And then he does tell of some specific deeds of the Lord that the Lord has done in his life. Uh, It seems to be some famous victory. My enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before you. And I wonder when things are going well, when you experience victories, maybe it's with something as trivial as remote learning. Maybe it's with something more significant, such as a key relationship that has been difficult at home for you. But when there's a triumph or a victory, I wonder whether you would give thanks to the Lord publicly, whether you would tell of that wonderful deed that he's done in your life. Here, David tells it, he publishes it, if you like. He sings it. But of course, this psalm has two experiences, one of triumph early on, and the other of close to defeat, seemingly, See how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy lift me up from the gates of death. And we might find ourselves asking, how can someone experience two such different emotions, situations within the same song? But isn't that what it's like in any given day of our lives? I know for myself, one minute I'm laughing and feeling invincible. The next minute I feel like I've been dragged through the dust. The highs and the lows. And how wonderful it is that the Lord Jesus Christ, King David's greatest son, knows both of those. In fact, he knows both of those through the same event that as he was seemingly defeated on that Easter cross, so he saw the victory over his enemies of death and of sin. He knows what it's like to go through both experiences with you, for you, today. There's this really strong theme, isn't there, of God having the back of the needy, God being the patron of the needy, God will never forget the needy, the hope of the afflicted will never perish, that if you're looking for something which is lasting in this universe, well we know that we are not lasting. As verse 20 says, let the nations know they are only mortal and of course In our lifetimes, this is the chief moment when we are all too aware of our mortality. But if we're looking for something which really will last, David says in Psalm 9, Look to God's love for the afflicted. Look to God's love for the needy, for those who are in a time of trouble, because that will never fade or perish or spoil. And so if you're listening to this, feeling like you are in trouble, that you are oppressed, that you are needy, Please know that God will never forget you, that he is a stronghold, and he will never abandon you today. Almighty and everlasting God, we thank you that you've brought us safely to the beginning of this new day. We pray that you would keep us from falling into sin or running into danger, We pray that you would order us in all our doings and guide us to do always what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Sending love and prayers to you all. Do be in touch today. It's such a delight to hear from you. Such a delight to see Eric Harris using his sand wedge or whatever it is on the playing fields every night. Uh, Such a delight to see some of you making the most of the grounds. But uh, do keep in touch and I will be making the next one of these on Wednesday this next week. Okay, bye now.